Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Skill Collector podcast, where we're going to be talking about Bitcoins. Because a lot of the explanations of Bitcoin out there are made for people who are into this kind of thing already and have no idea how to even start to begin understanding what it is. So Bitcoin is often talked about as virtual currency. Well, it's sort of true, but it sort of isn't. It's more like virtual gold. It's not really made to be um, money in, in, in the characteristics that money in the physical world has. Um, but yeah, gold is the digital gold is the most apt description. The only difference being that now online you can pay with it. So how are Bitcoins created? Well, it's actually quite simple. Now, to all the Bitcoin people out there, I apologize for using all these simplifications that are all slightly inaccurate. Um, but it makes it easier for the rest of the world to understand what, uh, what Bitcoins are. So imagine a very big mountain with gold in it. There is only a certain amount of gold. And in order to get the gold, you have to go to the mountain and mine it. Well, Bitcoin sort of works the same, only there is a digital mountain of data. And to mine it, you use computers, or by now they're creating specialized chips uh, in order to create these Bitcoins. This is done through a process of hashing. Now, the network, which I'll explain later what that is, uh, gives out blocks of data periodically with a certain difficulty. And then people with these hashing machines um, will get this data and line for line, hash it. Now, hashing is just a form of encryption. So they, they, that usually only goes one way. So what you do with hashing, you take a block of data, you hash it, and then you look, is this a Bitcoin? Yes, no, okay, no, next. Now, the amount of hashes to do per second in order to find Bitcoins is tremendous. Um, I think for 300 euros right now, you can get a five giga hash um, Bitcoin mining machine. Whereas with a proper graphics card, maybe you could get five from a mega hash. So um, just ignore all the, the, the hash terms for now. All it really means is, uh, yeah, there's specific technology for mining Bitcoin. So you can't really do it with your own computer anymore. Sorry. Anyway, so, so there's these people that digitally mine Bitcoins. Now, if you don't fully understand how it works, doesn't really matter. Just remember the mountain with the gold. Now, the thing is that based on the algorithms that Bitcoin is, is built upon, there's only a finite amount of Bitcoin. There's about 21 million that can ever be created. And if you have to ask, well, why don't they just create more after that? Well, think back to that mountain of gold. As soon as the gold is out of the mountain, you can want to create more gold all you want. The mountain is empty. Now, there are other mountains, but there aren't Bitcoin mountains. So there is one Bitcoin mountain and there's other cryptocurrencies as well. You might hear of them from time to time. Probably you haven't really. You have stuff like Litecoin, Freightcoin. I think the Canadian government actually created their own cryptocurrency as well. But for Bitcoin, there's one mountain with one finite amount of Bitcoins. So great. Yay. Someone created Bitcoins. Now what? So you can buy them on an exchange the same way that um, currency speculators buy dollars, euros, yens, whatever, and trade them against each other. You can just use your dollars, euros, or whatever currency you have in your country to buy Bitcoins. Now, some of the popular exchanges are um, Coinbase in, in, in the US um, 
And Bitstamp in the EU is my personal favorite. And the advantage when you're in the EU of using something like Bitstamp is you don't have to pay IBAN. Um, so you don't have to pay transfer fees because you're using IBAN and big transfers. So now you have your Bitcoin. How does that work? Well, you have a Bitcoin wallet. Now, this wallet is just a piece of software. It can be on your laptop. It can be on your phone. It can even be in the cloud. So on an online service. Um, now that means that if your bitcoins are in your laptop and your laptop explodes because of mysterious reasons, then your bitcoins are gone. So it is a good idea to back up your wallet. If you use a wallet like Electrum with an M in the end, not an N, um, you, you usually have like a backup code, which means that, you know, if your laptop explodes, then your bitcoins are safe. But really, so bitcoins are like the physical gold. If you lose it, it's gone. There's no backup. Um, so the way the Bitcoin network works, imagine a very big building in which there are safes. Every safe has a number and all the safes are made of glass, bulletproof glass. So if you walk into the building, you can see exactly what safe number has how many Bitcoins. The only thing is that you don't know what safe belongs to who. So when people say that Bitcoin is an anonymous currency, not really. Because, you know, once people know your safe number, then they can see exactly what comes in and out. The only thing is that if you never tell anyone, then it becomes rather hard to distinguish your safe from the other safes out there. Now, if you transfer a Bitcoin or a partial Bitcoin, you take the Bitcoin from your safe, you, well, simplification here, but put your signature under it. The recipient puts their signature under it. Then the Bitcoin is remolded into a new form. And, and then the other person can have it. So again, these signatures, they're not your personal signature or anything. Um, but what it basically means is that when a Bitcoin is transferred, it changes, which means that a Bitcoin has a history. So it's not really possible for someone to steal a Bitcoin. Because both you and them have to have given permission for the Bitcoin to be transferred. So now you have your Bitcoin. Now what? Well, one thing about Bitcoins you must understand. They are pretty much infinitely divisible. So you don't just have one Bitcoin, 0.1 Bitcoin and 0.01 Bitcoin, the way they have with usual currencies. You can also have 0.0000001 Bitcoins. So that 21 million Bitcoins can, in theory, be used for the entire economy of the Earth. Um, is that going to happen? Well, I hope so, but probably not entirely. Um, but in theory, it would be possible. So the fact that there's a finite amount of Bitcoins, gold, and doesn't mean that its use is going to be limited. The same way that you can, you know, cut a piece of gold in half pretty much infinitely, well-ish at a certain point, it becomes a bit impractical, uh, though with Bitcoins, it doesn't really. Now, one of the biggest advantages of paying and accepting payments in Bitcoin is that there's little to no transfer fees. Now, when you pay something using PayPal, what the merchant will pay is something along the lines of 30 cents plus 3% of the amount. Now, if you buy something that's a couple hundred dollars, that means 10, uh, 10 to 20. Um, that is a lot. And that's not even talking about change of currencies. 
Uh, my girlfriend was transferring from her European account to a Singapore account where she had to pay 30 euros plus minus 40 dollars worth of transfer fees. That's just ridiculous. So with Bitcoin, there is no transfer fees or more accurately, you can choose your transfer fees. The more transfer fee you, um, you allocate to your transfer, the faster the transfer will happen. Please note that a slow transfer in Bitcoin terms will la take a couple of hours. A fast transfer might take a couple of seconds, maybe a minute. Um, so when we're talking about slow and fast here, really to most people it doesn't really matter. So for you as a merchant, it really pays off to accept Bitcoin because you don't have to pay these annoying transfer fees anymore. For you as someone who is buying something using Bitcoin, that means the merchant can bring down the price. Plus, if you transfer your money from one country to the other or whatever, you don't have to pay any uh, any currency changes. So where can you now, now, like today, spend your Bitcoins? Well, there's exhaustive lists on the internet. If you just Google pay with Bitcoin or where can I pay with Bitcoin, you'll find some fun places. Um, but usually it's, it's, it's for online stuff. Though by now, there's also places where, um, where you can buy like physical products they'll send to you. So I hope that was a good intro. If you have any questions, feel free to mail me through skillcollector.com or Twitter or whatever kind of thing you use. So have fun, buy Bitcoins, get rich, yay.